I'm going to go ahead and get started tonight. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We're going to get into it and talk about client appreciation. We'll get you more clients, mainly because that is pretty much the number one conversation starter that I receive from people who are trying to grow their business when it comes to specifically growing your business and understanding client appreciation. When I had my business, I did client appreciation every single year. Um, and it was an amazing thing to do and see how fast my clients grew because it became a very authentic way for my clients to refer me business because I showed them appreciation. Now, I know there's a lot of people who have um, restrictions on how they can do client appreciation. So I do understand that you may not have a full brick and mortar. Both of my spas, I had full brick and mortar. So I had my first spa, I actually had three um, no, I had two treatment rooms and a full uh, retail waiting space. And then in my second spa, I had five rooms and a full waiting space. So I was able to host quite a bit of events. I have in recent years when I've done this, when I used to do my mentoring group, I really talked about virtual events um, and then events that have to do with what you want to do for a certain day, week or month in your business and then marrying that online and or in your Facebook group as well. So client appreciation is something if you're not doing this every year, it's something you should already be planning for because your clients want to feel appreciated. So they in turn refer you people so that they can too experience how you appreciate your customers and clients. And I think that a lot of people in the beauty industry kind of forget that the more you appreciate, the more you show love, the more you thank them for sticking with your business when you um, had your ebbs and flows. The ones that are consistent, meaning they see you every month, they don't come seasonal. Showing appreciation really means that you're thanking the ones that keep your doors open. And when you intentionally show them appreciation, they intentionally will invite true referrals. It won't be referrals that are fly by night. It won't be referrals that are, you know, seasonal or just come in when they have a special event or something that's happening in their, in their life, they become the clients that you want. And all of us want the top tier client, meaning 20% of your business is what supports your business. And then you have the 80% that may only show up half a year or every other month or very seasonal. So your intention should be to always appreciate the ones that keep your doors open. I do and suggest this in two ways. So not only a client appreciation day, week or month, but also during the holidays. So this is the perfect time if you understand who your top 20 clients are to show them appreciation during the holidays. And that can range from having a personalized card to giving them the gift card of something that they like that, that paid attention to that has nothing to do with your business, or you can, you know, I used to give my top 20 clients a full size product that they absolutely loved and they always bought. I gifted that to them, which means I gave them a very specific product in a bag with a personalized card saying, thank you. I appreciate you. I did that every single year on top of doing a client appreciation event every single year as well. So, you know, the holidays are a great time to show appreciation. It's also twofold. So when I did client appreciation, I would also kind of tie it in because I had a lot of space into doing bring your best friend day. 
Um, and those events were wonderful because while I was doing treatments and consultations, they had the opportunity to have a chair massage. I was carrying Jane Iredell at that time so they could get color matched. And that rep was there talking to them about the Jane Iredell collection. I also had a skincare rep that was also talking to them at the same time. And then I had my food and presentation and all of it out. So they were constantly moving around. I would say between client appreciation and then mirroring it with my bring a friend day, um, it turned into a phenomenal thing because most of the friends made their appointments. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can grow clientele that doesn't necessarily mean that you're always looking for new clients. And I find that most newer business owners and newer solo estheticians, salon, whoever you are in the beauty industry, you focus so heavily on new clients, not realizing that the clients that have been consistent are truly the ones that keep your business open. They're the ones that show up. They're the ones that give you money. They're the ones that don't cancel their appointment. They're, one, they're ones that will give you the referrals that you want. When you focus and shift your energy into trying to get new people through the door, there's no guarantee with the new folks, right? I always had to learn when I started increasing my prices because when I stopped doing services, I stopped at my facial being $250 and my Brazilian being 95, but I had the clients that grew with me and paid it. And what do I mean by grew with me? It, my facial was not always 250, right? My Brazilian was not always 95, but the clients that I grew to love and appreciate and consistently appreciate them grew and understood that the price increases were reflected on what they were receiving. Hence why I created my signature. So my signature treatment was my $250 facial. You're never going to get that from anybody else in the world because that was my signature. But I had the clientele that grew with me when I had an $85 facial and then moved that to 125 and then moved it to 250. So you have to kind of understand what your, who is your core business, who continually puts money into your pocket. And then how do you in turn appreciate them and show them appreciation when you are trying to understand how those clientele think. If you have never done this before, or this is the first time you're hearing this in this way, it's probably because most true educators in our industry do not talk about client appreciation. What they really focus on is how many people are on your books? How much money can you make? How many people can you see in an hour? Which is all good. But if you don't show love and appreciate the core, the ones that keep you in business, you don't have a business because they will move and find someone else that will appreciate them. And I think that's something that's so vitally missing when we start talking about business in general is understanding once your client feels appreciated, they're with you for life. The minute you give them that bag of the product that they absolutely love with the personalized card that they will always read in front of you, that client will be your client for life. So when you understand that and you really start refocusing on your business, you probably, if you really looked at your books, you probably would know who supports your business every month. Who is your core client? Those core clients are very simple. They show up every month. They don't cancel. They pay for their products and their services. No hassle, no bargains, no asking for a discount or, or you know, special. You know who those are. 
those are the clients that you want to appreciate. So I always said my top 20, it could be your top 25. It could be your top 50. However, many are consistently showing up and keeping their appointments. Those are who you want to appreciate. Once you get your appreciation down, whether it's going to be a virtual event or an event in your studio, or it's going to be something that you gift to your top clients, you need to make it public. So you need to show them appreciation on your social media. You may need to put out an email showing appreciation, have a picture of you giving the beautiful gift to a client that's been with you for three, four five years, however long they've been with you. One of your OG clients, the OG clients are the ones that were with you from the beginning. Those are the ones that you need to have and publicly show your appreciation to. And the reason I say to publicly show the appreciation to is because the minute you're going to tag them on social media, they're going to in turn share it. And then their friends and family who are in the same area are going to be like, I didn't know you were going to so-and-so. Are they good? Do you love them? Of course I do. Did you see me on Instagram? Of course I love her. She's the best. That's an instant referral. So you have to understand the connection between your showing appreciation loving on your top 20 or 25 to then moving to social media and having their friends and family want to experience what that person has been experiencing. It's all is very interconnected because if you understand what your business is built on, then you're going to always want to show appreciation there. And when I see business owners turn away from their core and try to jump on certain bandwagons where it's a trend or maybe it's something they're trying to try or, you know, the first, you know, new people coming in that completely throws into the face of your core who has, has provided for you and your family from the beginning. It's a complete slap in the face. And I don't think that it's done intentionally, but I also don't think that we understand our business model and that our business model, we're in relationships. We grow relationships with everyone that comes into our business, whether they stay or not. So if you understand the relationship model to your business, then you would never try to affect or insult your core because without your core, you have no business. And so I really shifted when I started understanding that if I can get my core clients to go from a 75 to 125 to $250 facial, then I'm always going to love on them. I'm always going to do the extra mile. I'm always going to give them a Christmas uh, present. I'm always going to have them be first in my client appreciation events. They're always going to be my VIPs. And I understood that because I watched them move with me. Now, there's nothing like a client going from a $75 facial to a $250 facial and she's paying cash every time. No questions asked. I love those type of clients, you already know. And then would always, every six weeks, get their retail, all of the products, no questions asked. That's every client's and that's every business owner's dream. But then why don't we ever love on them? Why don't we ever show them appreciation? Why don't we understand that they are the ones that keep our doors open? They are the ones that put money in our pocket, but we don't connect that if they feel appreciated, they'll in turn give me true referrals and that will then give me more clients. We just bypass them all together and say, let's just go find some new clients. And that's never a business move in the type of business we are in. 
we're in the relationship business, right? So our business grows when we strengthen the relationship with our core and then we get genuine new clients to also build relationships with. I hope that makes sense because we don't talk about that in our industry. We are so focused on new clients and new clients we already know. And if you've been in the business for a long time, you understand the new clients um, are not guaranteed to stay as clients. You have a whole section of new clients. You have the new client that was referred to you. They're a little leery. You also have the client that will only come to you from Valentine's Day to June. Then you have clients that will only come to you when they are absolutely have tried every other person and then you are their last result. Those are all what I categorize under new clients, right? So you have to have a transition from the new clients becoming the staple clients. But if you focus on constantly getting new, 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 and you ignore the ones that stay and the core, then, then where, where is your consistency going to come from? That's why I really love enjoying seeing business owners shift their entire mindset and literally love on their folks. And I love when the aha moment comes on and that light bulb comes on and they're like, oh my gosh, I have really ignored them all this time. And they have stuck with me through all of this. When I had to cancel because I wasn't able to be there, when I had to move, when they had to drive farther. Your core has always been there. What we don't do a really great job at is consistently loving on them so that we show them the appreciation publicly and we show them the appreciation for them individually. And that's why I say in the holidays, it's really, it's, it's a, it's a joy for them to know that you paid attention enough to know what their favorite product is when they come in and you're gifting it to them. That whole action is also solidifying the relationship. No different than a relationship when you are in your personal life. We all love free gifts. We love free gifts when we're not expecting them. So then why would it be any different in your business relationship with someone who has consistently given you money? They've spent time with you. They have done the things that you have asked them to do and they are showing up. What is the difference? I know what the difference is. We don't look at our business as a relationship business. We just think it's a transaction, right? We think the money is a transaction. They make an appointment, they come and they see us, they give us money, they make another appointment, they go home. And our business is not transactional. Our business is relationships. So the mind change, mindset changing to I'm in a relationship business will then make you absolutely do things differently. If you stay in the transactional business, you are not going to have a consistent business. You're going to have continuous ebbs and flows and ebbs and flows means it's up and down. You already know when you made it, when your books are consistently full and you have a waiting list and the people on the waiting list don't mess around. They take the appointment. That's when you know you have a true consistent business, but like everything, it takes time. But if you treat it like a transaction, you treat every client like a transaction, it's not going to be what you expect it to be. You have to work on the relationship and the relationship, like every other relationship takes time, honesty and effort. So if you're in your business now and all you're doing is promotions for new clients, that is not the right effort. 
because it's showing, it's telling your clients that have been with you that your focus is not on them. It's all on the new. So let me just throw out a special and I'm not going to let my <laughs> consistent clients get this special. I'm only going to give this special to my newbies because you're special. So I'm going to give you a discounted service. But if you've been with me and you're a regular client, oh no, you're not going to be able to get that special. How do you think that's going to reflect to the client that can't get that special? How does that look to that client who's been with you all of this time, putting money in your pocket, but you want to give your quote unquote new client a special? Everybody likes the special. Everyone, everybody wants to feel appreciated and loved. But some of us are in not intentionally because we don't know what we're doing, but we are poo-pooing on our consistent clients who've left our doors open, who've, who've allowed us to have doors open and bring home money to our families. Because we think when we give a new client something special, that that's going to keep the client. It does not. Now, if you flipped it and did special things like your appreciation events and your special gifts for your core clients, it's automatically going to grow your clientele because there's going to be the newbies that see you publicly love on the consistent and they're going to say, I want to be on social media, getting my present. So I'm going to be consistent too. It's all about perception. It's absolutely 100% about perception and relationships. And I'm not even going to touch on pricing tonight. I'm not going to touch on um, making sure your, your um, cost per service is correct. Make sure that your average, I'm not even going to touch on that. I'm literally going to stay in relationships, build your business. Loving on the ones that have been with you will get you more clients. If you have been promoting all new things for new clients only, you have been shooting yourself in the foot every time you post something like that. So I want you to really be intentional in your marketing and look at it from a different vantage point and maybe you're poo-pooing on your consistent clients. You're poo-pooing on the ones that give you your money. So if you are poo-pooing on them, that is okay. You didn't know, but now it's time to do something different. Now it's time to appreciate the ones who've been here. Because I'm pretty sure the ones that have been with you have already been referring. So do you have a referral program? Do you have a gratitude referral program where you're thankful that they're referring people to you? Or are you just 100% focusing on the new and giving your little special discount, which you already know I don't discount anything, but you discounted, you know, for this month, any new client that comes in will get this for a... Uh, mm, mm. That never works long term because eventually the new becomes the consistent. So where, where, where is that going? Where, where was the focus of that? You know what I'm saying? And I hope that this is being really clear because I do think that we don't, we don't quite understand how it looks, right? Um, it's funny because now I look at so many different things and I'm like, oh God, they poo poo on a whole bunch of people. And, and the, and the biggest one that I see, especially because I have groups, uh -oh. let me go ahead and mute you. Um, especially the ones that have groups is 
we really don't quite understand the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is, is that when you sign up for any kind of discounted program, right? You definitely are going to specifically say this is just for new clients. And then you're going to get upset when the consistent clients want the same deal. If you've ever experienced that in your business, then you really do have to understand exactly what is happening, right? You can't be upset with it. You got to kind of step a, take a step back and say, oh, maybe this client who's been with me is wanting something from me. And to be honest, it may not even be the discount. It may be because they felt like they needed something. And that's where I say the client appreciation comes into. If you're appreciating your clients consistently, showing them love. And I love if you follow Nick Townsend, he randomly will do different things where he has cupcakes for this day or he'll randomly do donuts in the morning. I mean, those types of things are what really gives you the core clients that will consistently come to your business. But if you are in that mode of, I need new people, I only need new, I need to build, I need to build, and you only give offers to the new clientele, it's defeating that relationship that you have with your existing clients. It, it really, really is. Um, I'm not sure how you got up here on the stage, but did you have a question? <laughs> oh, Lord. Hello, good evening. No, I didn't. I'm not sure how I got up on the stage either. That's Sorry. okay, honey. No problem. That's okay. Thank you for coming up. Look, I'll push you back down to the, to the audience. There you go, honey. Um, so yes, I really do want to make sure that, that what I'm trying to say is very clear. And if you're not doing client appreciation events, you don't have to have a whole bunch of space. You can do virtual events. You can do events where it's just available online. And I love client appreciation events where you're going to do something that you don't normally do. So because I wasn't, I'm not still a fan of packages during my client appreciation, that's the only time you can get a package from me. So if you didn't show up or you wanted to call or you wanted to do it online, you only had a certain amount of time because I will only do certain things at my client appreciation. So you can be super intentional with them, but the overall goal should be appreciating, loving on the ones that have consistently supported you. And if you are in the moment now, even if you're not here on Clubhouse, you're listening to me on my podcast and you're, you're not understanding about the marketing to new clients or doing offers where it's only for new clients only is, is a slap in the face to your existing. I need you to take a step back and really look at it from a different vantage point because the ones that are coming into the door just for that deal are not a guarantee to stay. What's guaranteed is a relationship that you made with everybody else. So I want you to nurture and love on that relationship and consistently love on that relationship so that they in turn, when they do give you true referrals, you're gonna love on those referrals as well because it came from a place of appreciation. And again, that's a different mindset when it comes to marketing, but let's go back to the beginning. We are in relationship business, not transactional. The transaction is the result of the relationship. So if you think of it in that way, then you're going to do everything you can to what? Keep that relationship going and give that client whatever they need to feel appreciated in the relationship. This is also the reason why 
I'm not a big advocate of, of texting for business. I, I'm old school. Even in my business that I have now, I, I probably will never use text marketing. I think it's too impersonal. Um, I definitely use email marketing, but I'm one, even with my staff, I'm very um, on the verbal. So I love verbal communication so that there is no confusion. So if you are, are um, ever purchased with Smooth Skin Supply, my staff will call. That is one of my requirements. You need to call to make sure there is no confusion and everybody's on the same page and they feel the appreciation of having a phone call and it not being 100% email. I'm not into the interpretations of emails or text. So if your business is run based on text and that's how you're communicating, I would also challenge you to understand how then you're going to set yourself apart in your business relationship. Because I can guarantee you everyone else in the beauty industry is all about texting because then you can decide when you're going to text. You can decide when you're going to uh, conversate with people or communicate however you're going to do it. But I'm old school. I don't have a problem calling you during business hours. Let's have a conversation. See how you are. How are you doing? That's one thing that I instruct my staff to do when they're communicating. Ask them how they are. Ask them how you can, they can, you could be of help to them. How can I help you? What can I do for you today? All of those things are inviting and appreciating words. If I left it up to just text and the interpretation of text, whether it's on your phone and or in an email, it's never going to convey the same way as a, as, as a voice conversation back and forth, right? So that's something that I have always encouraged, especially businesses that are wanting to consistently get into the six figures and moving towards seven figures in their business is your customer service also has to match the client appreciation. Because the last thing you want to do is to do a customer appreciation and you give your top 20 client a gift and they have really never, they felt that they never had the relationship with you that they wanted. So then they're surprised. And then that surprise may not lead to a referral because you only really communicate with them when they're seeing you in your treatment room. But outside of your treatment room, you push it back to just staying in tech zone. You and I both know that if we were ever in a relationship that way and the relationship was always via text or via email, you would lose interest. So if we go back to the relationship business model, why would you do something that you wouldn't do in your personal life, right? So if you understand that, then there's a, there's a point in your business when you're ready to go to the next level. So from six figures or from five figures to six figures to seven figures, wherever you're at, that you're going to have to increase the level of customer service and it's going to have to be in person. It's going to have to go beyond the text or the email. And so when you do decide to appreciate on that same person, there's a relationship that's happened once they step outside of your, of your treatment room. That's when you build that relationship and your true core clients. Because I, I have talked about this. I've been on stage and talked about this. I talked about this at the last Business Beauty Summit and I talked about the, the whole mean girl mentality that you love on them when they're in your treatment room, but the minute they leave, you, you push them back into text zone. And it's unfortunate, but they don't want to be there because they have this amazing relationship with they see you in person. But until the next time they see you, you've pushed them back into text zone. 
So to me, that's mean girl mentality. I'm only going to speak to you when I see you. And if I don't see you, I'm going to act like I don't know you. Don't text me after nine. Don't text me before seven. And if you text me and I don't get back to you, don't get upset at me because I have other clients. See, and that's where the correlation and the, and the connection comes back to customer service with appreciation. So if you push those clients back to tech zone when they step outside of your treatment room, then you're going to have a difficult time building your clientele because that's not a true relationship. So if you and your personal life would never have a relationship in that way, why would do you think in this relationship business, it would work for your clients? So today I came stepping on toes, but I think it needs to be said because there is that underlying thing where people are always constantly wanting to have more clients but you don't take care of the clients you have. You don't love on them. You don't appreciate them. You don't even engage in the relationship. You only engage when they come into the business and, or they purchase with you online and that's it. So that is really where it comes down to how am I loving and appreciating them all the time? And am I running a business where I'm pushing them into tech zone, into a place that is non, um, it's just too informal. There, there's, there's no formality. There's no connection. There's a lot of room for interpretation. Or do I push them into email zone only because I don't have time and I don't want to talk to them. If this is you and you're struggling with building your clientele, this may be the reason. You don't appreciate them. And you don't communicate or give them the customer service that they deserve like they get when they see you. So when they see you is not the same business owner that they have when they're not with you in the treatment room. Yep, that's it. Anyone like to come on stage and have any questions? I'm pretty sure I gave you a lot today. I'm pretty sure many of you did not realize this is this is what I meant when I said client appreciation. Um, but this is really the only way that you can build your clientele. It, it has to come from a point of honesty and realizing that you're in a relationship business. If you're struggling with that, which is absolutely fine, everything that you do has to be intentional with the understanding and reminding of you that you're in a relationship business. So what am I doing in this relationship that is not yielding more clients? That's, that's a hard pill to swallow. What am I doing to the clients after they leave the treatment room or before they come into the treatment room where it could be conveyed as being very standoffish or just very uh, no emotions attached to it? Do I push them to text and email only or do I take the time out to call and ask them how they're doing? When was the last time you act, you called a client that you haven't seen in three or six months? When's the last time you did that? Especially if your books are not full. And if your books are full, when is the last time you talked to one of your core clients that you have not seen in three or six months? When you understand that we're in relationship businesses and not transactional, your mindset on how you do things will change. You got to love on them to get more. It, it's just, that's just how it is. And there's not too many businesses in our industry that have built that without relationship it just, it doesn't happen. 
they can say all they want in these groups and be keyboard bandits and do whatever. And I've always said the ones that are always posting in groups ain't got no clientele. I've always said that. If you're too busy, <laughs> you don't have time to be on Facebook. But if you're on Facebook answering everybody's questions, ma'am, you have no clients. But you can say you do. But you have no clients if you're if you're on these groups all day long. You're on social media all day long. You don't have any clients. So anyone want to come on stage? Anyone have any question or any remarks about what I talked about or you're struggling right now trying to figure out how to appreciate your clients? Or maybe you just never looked at your business in this way. And this might be something that you definitely need help with. Or you're in a rut where you know you need to have client appreciation you know you need to do some things differently. You just really don't know where to start. So is there anyone that wants to come on stage and chat with me for a little bit? Brandy, thank you so much for coming in. Katina, thank you for coming. Nikila, thank you for coming. Ilette, we love to see you in the groups. Um, who else do I have? Tia, Nima. Ooh, I'm messing up your name. I'm so sorry. Nima, I hope I'm saying your name right. And then Karmisha. Um, and then Faisha's, uh, Itasha, thank you for coming on too. Does anyone want to come on stage and have any conversations with me? I don't bite. I think this is a really good conversation topic, especially if you need more clients or you are trying to figure out how to get more clients. Anyone, don't be shy. You know, I can talk on stage forever. Okay, we got somebody. Let me bring them up on stage. Hold on. All right, let's go. Hello there. Hello, Stephanie. Thank How you so you? much for inviting me on the stage. You're hello, welcome. Hello, ladies. So my question is, um, when you talk about, you know, engaging with your client and like don't leave them behind and, you know, making sure we, we still, um, you know, have that relationship with your client. So how do you feel about, you know, so like I'm, I'm getting restarted in this business. So how do you feel about, where do you draw the line at so, with social media and your clients and your clients following you, your personal pages, or, you know, are you following your clients on their personal pages? Like where, where do you draw the line? Because it's hard. It would be hard to keep up because everybody wants to be on social media. And a lot of people, that's where they expect you to, um, I guess, contact them or see them if you're not physically seeing them in person after their visits. So, like, how do you how do you manage that? That's a really good question. So I actually have two Facebook pages. People don't really know that um, I have a Facebook page under my maiden name and my married name because lanes is not my married name and then i have the business stephanie lanes is where i do all interactions with everyone so this is why it's important in my opinion to separate the two i've had a few people try to get onto my maiden name page and i kind of move them out um, and really push them to the stephanie lanes page because the stephanie lanes page is where i have my facebook groups so that's where I do all the monetization. But I do think that the separation for the two for me absolutely works. Is it a little bit more work? Yes and no, because the personal one is where I have my family and my friends from high school and college and um, my extended family are all really there. Some of them have made it over to my business, but they're a little confused. They'll message me, oh, there's two 
two Facebooks with your picture. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, it's the business one. You're fine. You stay where you are. So when it comes to your clients, I do like to have boundaries. I'm not a big one of you following them back, but letting them follow you. So then you're actually. I'm sorry that got knocked out. Um, but let me start over again. So when you are posting on, um, your business page that you are posting stuff that has to do with the business. And then that same Facebook page will be tied to your Facebook group that you're monetizing. So I hope that makes sense because I do think that there's, um, there can be some blur if that makes sense. Does that answer your question? Katina, do you have one or do you have two Facebook pages? I'm assuming you just have one. Yes, right now I'm just getting started in this new venture. So I just have the, I'm just building the actual, um, the business page. So you're saying once, you know, once I have clients, so I should make a whole separate, another page that just kind of where my clients and people who follow me from a different, and I, of course I want people to follow my business page, but you're saying like have basically have two pay, two different pages for your business. Yes. Okay. Okay. Got yes. It. So you're going to have your business Facebook page that has your profile that will link to your business fan page or your business page. And then you'll have your business private groups for the same clients all under that one profile. Then you can keep your existing and make that your personal. So I have Stephanie lanes has all of the business pages tied to it and all of my private groups tied to Stephanie lanes. My other Stephanie Facebook group is my maiden name and my married name, which is completely different. Okay. Understood. I got it. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. That's a great question. Does anyone else have any questions they want to talk about or bring up or discuss, um, in regards to setting boundaries, which is a good one, which we just talked about with Katina understanding social media and who goes where, um, to do you have client appreciation events? I know Brandy does because Brandy was mentoring with me years ago and that's something that I implemented. Every time I've done any type of mentoring or coaching, I always include client appreciation. Um, Brandy, are you available to come up on stage and talk about, did you do your client appreciation in October? That's when I always suggest it. So did you do, you did your client appreciation? Come on and talk to us. Hey there, Brandy. Hey, Miss Stephanie. Hey, Katina. So did you do your, you did your client appreciation in October this year? I did. Now share with us. So what I did was um, I had it where I had vendors come in for different, like other, I guess, how can I say it? So like it was a clothing vendor. It was a jewelry vendor. It was one that did like, she did like um, ornaments and stuff. So I had that part. And then I had a taco truck. Um, so it was like I lived in tacos for like two hours. And then people ate, they shopped. Um, they were able to get product that day because I wasn't working. I made sure I had it on a Sunday. So I wouldn't be working and servicing clients. And I'll be able to talk to them, like if they have questions or if they bring someone. Um, usually I say, if you have someone that's interested, 
come on in, bring them with you so they can talk to me and know more about the business and what I do, stuff like that. That's what now, I have have you noticed? October. How have you noticed doing client appreciations has grown your clientele or? Yes. Because now people are like, my clients are like, when are you going to have another one? <laughs> and I only do it. So I try to do it at least twice a year. Um, yeah, do it at least twice a year and then do like the seven days of Christmas. And that's like each day is a, you know, seven, uh, is a thing. So like, it's not discounted, but it's bundled. And they're thinking that they're getting a discount. <laughs> Can you tell Brandy's been uh, mentoring me? Because I, I, I've yeah. been mentoring with Brandy and tell him, don't be giving away no stuff now. Just because okay. you celebrate, don't give it away. <laughs> but I'm proud of you, Brandy, for definitely sticking to the appreciation event. Um, because when I mentored you those years ago, you were into trying to get new clients by consistently offering specials for new clients when we broke that years ago. So yes, great job on that. Uh, Brandy disappeared, not sure where she went, but I'm glad that she shared her event. Honey had a whole taco truck out there for free food. I'm like, good Lord. Now that sounds like a nice event. <laughs> there you are, Brandy. So no. I'm like, I, what happened? I know I you popped talking. off. But yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that you shifted when you started working with me all those years ago, you shifted from doing special promotions for new clients and just mm -hmm. slapping in the face your other clients. And I, you yeah. were open to that, but in the group at the time, there was people that resistant because we were so taught to just love on new clients and give them the best deals. And then and the then, old clients yeah. were just like, so then what do we get? <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I'm so happy to see you really thriving in understanding, you know, just the business and you're willing to do the things to consistently get relationships built because you know me, I always talk about this is relationship building. So if 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 you come into the business thinking you're going to get a whole bunch of money and just going to be able to just get appointments without building relationships, this is the wrong business. I hate to tell you. Exactly. Now, Brandy, tell No, I was going to say, like, most of the clientele that I have now that is new is referral from someone that's been coming to me. Let's talk about that, because for a long time, you did the things with trying to get the new people, but now you have referrals. So what have you put in place to do referrals from your existing clients who do referral? What what is your specific? So I give a 20% like a complimentary um, discount, not like, and most of the time they're, they don't want to take the discount, but they're just glad to be able to help me with my business and to bring in new people. But I give them the 20%, but they never. I like it. Now, since you've been doing your client, how long have you been doing client appreciation? Three, ooh, no, two, two years. And did you do anything before that? No. Mm -mm. And so since doing the client appreciation events and now it's we're giving you more clients because they're authentic referrals and now you have a referral program, 
then what is the next step for you to now expand your top 20? Because now I know you have more than top 20 after doing two years of customer appreciation. What would you what would you guess would be your top is now? Are we looking at more 50 to 100 yeah. clients that are? Okay. Mm -hmm. So are you doing anything special for them? You do the seven days of Christmas, but do you still do something special for your core for Christmas? Yeah. Yep. So then for their birthday, I give them a car. I'm sorry. It's my background. But um, I usually give them a card on their birthday. They get flowers. Um, for Christmas, I usually give them like either, especially my VIP, I give them a sample of either a body care product or a facial product. Look at you, Brandy. You done took my training to the T, honey. Yes. <laughs> now, that's what I will do. I will, like, take the instructions and run with it. And that's the perfect type of student that I like because, in turn, you're getting the results that you needed in two years. It didn't take you five or ten to build a core clientele. It really just took you doing appreciation events. And that's something that I think a lot of us really miss on because we're so afraid that if we do anything over and beyond that it won't yield clients. And we've been doing things backwards. We really have. But Brandy, I'm so glad that you came on stage to talk to the folks and explain to them what you were doing. I loved your taco truck because I was like, dang, you feeding people too? Um, but I loved, <laughs> I loved your taco truck because yeah, that's that something- was a gift. <laughs> yes. And the gifting is important because it's out of the box. When most people think they're coming for their appointment, they didn't know they were going to have a taco truck there. And we all know that a lot of people come running to the appointment to keep it. Most of us be hungry. Exactly. So, <laughs> so then I, I absolutely love them and stuff when they come to their appointment. So I have that as well. So you are doing over and beyond customer service. Now, Brandy, what is the next step for you now that you have all of this locked in? What is what is the next growth step that you are looking to? Growing my retail. Okay. Um, and what do you mean by growing your retail? Like my retail dollars. Okay. Like having more retail dollars than service dollars. Oh, yes. Yes. So you want to do the 60-40. Correct. That's what you're trying to get to. Got it. Mm -hmm. So those of you who are on and you don't know what the 60-40 is, so 60% of your business is retail and 40% is services. Um, and are you doing your gift with service yet? Have you implemented that yet? Yes, I have. You can't close. <laughs> he talking about what you can't do. I love when a child try to come in here, tell you what you can't do, honey. Yes. <laughs> um, so you're doing your gift with service and what are, what is your gift with service? If you want to share with us, is it a certain dollar amount? So usually with my waxing, especially Brazilian or underarm, they get the Brazilian package um, that I get for. And then for your facial clients, and then we'll let you go, honey, because he beat on. <laughs> yes, he's beating on the door. But my facial clients, they usually get a sample of products each time, or they're actually buying a. Okay, so my next masterclass, which you're already in my community group, will be on 
uh, price. Uh, sorry, it'll be on gift with service and or gift with dollar amount. And I'm breaking down that whole philosophy, which is the Estee Lauder philosophy. If many of you don't realize that Estee Lauder has been in business for over 80 years and their whole business model is based off of gift with purchase. So if you spend this, you're going to get a gift, right? So what that does is it increases the amount the client's going to spend to get that gift. But then now you can guarantee that every client that comes into your business is going to have a dollar amount attached to that in order to get the free gift. And the reason I say gift with service or gift with product, whichever one you want to do is because then you can go in reverse and say, I want every client that comes into my door to have a $50 spend or $75 spend or a hundred dollar spend. So now it's marketing in reverse. It's not marketing to get new clients. It's not marketing to get to existing. Now it's about every client that I have on my book. I want them to spend $100. So in order for them to spend $100, I need to do either gift with service, which means they get a certain service dollar amount that's way over $100. They're gonna get a free product, free gift card, whatever you wanna do, or you're going to um, give them when they spend on their retail dollars, if they spend a certain amount, they get something free as well. I'm breaking that down in my next masterclass, um, which will be coming up in a week or two. And that one will really specifically break down how you get those numbers. And now you're gonna be marketing in reverse because now it's just, this is the gift for the month. So if you're not familiar with the Estee Lauder um, uh, marketing plan, that has been in use. You've seen all the advertising. It's not just Estee Lauder, it's now all the major retailers are, if you spend this, you get this free. It's something that our industry can adopt, but we just don't quite understand how to implement it. So it's beyond them booking an appointment. Now it comes to them having a certain amount that they spend every time they see you. Um, and that will be a part of my next masterclass, um, which I'm very excited. I've actually already started working on it. It's something that I've already imp implemented into my business many, many, many times. Um, and it works every single time because what do people love? Free gifts. And especially if it's something that they want. I worked at the Clinique counter for about four years, honey. And when I tell you those gift with purchases, draw them in. It draws them in. And it's a simple gift. We all know it's that raggedy little bag with them, them quarter ounce uh, little tubes <laughs> exactly. in there with that old lipstick that don't match exactly. me, but I want it. And But the whole principle of that business model is still being used to this day, but we don't want to use it because, oh, that's what happens in department stores and I don't want to be compared. It has nothing to do about comparing. It's taking that business model and then implementing it into your own business a business model that has been proven time and time again. So I'm very excited for that masterclass that I'm coming out. If many of you guys don't know, I have a, um, a masterclass community. If you join my community, it's only $25 a month. All of my masterclasses are absolutely free to the members. So every time I do a new masterclass, every member in that group automatically gets access to that training. So the one I just did was on how to monetize your Facebook group. Brandy, do you have your Facebook group yet? Or are you working on that? I have my Facebook group, but that's what like kind of drew me to your masterclass because I'm not sure how to monitor. Okay. And have you taken the masterclass yet? I need to look at it. <laughs> yeah, you do. Cause I break it all the way down on that one, but that one is definitely some, something to add as another revenue stream as well. Um, but I love the idea of gift with purchase and or gift with service. 
um, especially if you're not great at retailing. So I'm really excited for that masterclass as well. Do we have anyone else that wants to come on stage? I am going to try to keep it to an hour tonight. I know the last time I came on and we went a little bit over, we got into some great conversations. Um, but does anyone else have any questions or comments that they want to add to the table or even questions that they may have, you may have about your business? Um, yes, let's go ahead and have Itasha come on up, hun. Hi, ladies. Thank you. Amazing platform. I'm very appreciative. I'm talking about client. I am on it. You're a little bit in the matrix, huh? Yeah, you're in the matrix. Hold on, honey. You're in the matrix. Can you get to a little better? Oh, can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Oh, she went all the way out. <laughs> said, Get out. You want to try again? Oh. Okay. Oh. I don't know what's happening. Okay, I can hear you now. So okay, perfect. Um, I'm going to be doing a holiday drop in this upcoming Friday. So all of the ideas that you ladies spoke about is very helpful. Um, what I was thinking about doing is doing um, like a Starbucks, like doing a gift card, Starbucks, um, putting it on an account and then sharing that QR code for them to um, access, you know, their free coffee or tea or whatever it is that they decide. Um, and then also using the opportunity to show them how to maneuver the website because I did switch over booking sites. Um, doing more one-on-one -on -one in terms of, you know, talking to the clients, um, talking about new services and new additions for the new year to come. And is this going to be in studio? Yes, this will be in studio. Um, so I'm going to have people RSVP. I did do one for October, which was more for Halloween. Um, but this one will be a little bit more hands-on, uh, more a client appreciation type of feel. Um, October was just to celebrate Halloween, um, talk about chemical pills and things of that nature, but it'll be in. So have you thought about making it a little bit easier outside the QR code, but actually giving them an actual gift card, whether it's $5 or $7 or $10 instead of doing the QR code. And the reason I say that is because something in hand gives people a actual in, a instant feeling than just giving them a QR code. So have you thought about just, just twisting that a little bit so that they actually physically have a gift card that you're gifting? Okay, I like that, I can because do that. Because I think when you start understanding that they love to get things for free in hand, so there's a, there's a, there's a connection to it, right? When you mm -hmm. give someone a, a card and it has their name on it and it's from you and I wanna thank you for everything, Ooh! You know, people get emotional because you want to strengthen that relationship that you have so that they have a response to it emotionally. Got it. Sometimes okay. we do things out of thinking it's convenient, but not understanding that extra little step will solidify no different than a regular relationship. You know, you love a nice gift in your hand, right? I always tell my husband, go on to write my check. Thank you. Put it out to Stephanie. Thank you. No, that's right. I love things in my head. So it's no different with that, with our clientele, when you physically extend to them. And there's a whole um, 
there's a whole study on the physical reaction of gift giving, right? Where mm-hmm. you're physically giving someone a gift and in turn, they're, they're responding in a certain way. That is what you want your customers to feel every time you gift them. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. Yes. And I did also like um, the idea that Brandy said in terms of increasing her retail sales, because I have worked in a new skincare line. Um, so I kind of tested that out for Black Friday, but also um, doing more retail sales. So that way, me personally, I don't have to do so many facials to reach whatever my goal is for that month or the quarter or etc. So I will ask you, like I do with Brandy, are you doing a certain, so do you include your retail items into your skincare services? And if you don't, why? For my new client facial, I do. Um, and then outside of that, no. So as for a new client facial, it's more so including some of the samples of what I would primarily think the client would need. Um, but outside and why would you do that with a new client versus an existing client who's already proven that they give you money? Um, I guess my my mindset was um, my new clients that do come in, um, they're coming over to be a regular client. So we're addressing their skincare goals, going over the treatment plan to see if I am a perfect fit for them to convert them over to a regular um, existing, well, a regular client that'll be moving over to it. So you are mean girling your existing clientele, but over producing for the new ones. I wouldn't necessarily say that it may sound that way. Um, with my existing clients, um, weekly in my newsletters, I'm communicating to them. I'm either providing them with I'm some gonna kind pause of, you there because um, that's not what I'm talking about. So the action okay. of, taking the time with your new clients to give them something they walk away with, which is already included into their service, Mm -hmm. but you do not offer that same thing for your existing because you. What do you mean offer meaning in terms of products, including it in the facial service? So here's, here's the understanding for retail sales, right? You can do retail sales one or two way. You can either, have the price of your services and then turn around and try to upsell them on a retail post, which is after, Mm -hmm. or you can make it very simple and have it already included into the price of the service so that they actually walk away with the product that they need. So I coach my folks to specifically include, especially for your existing clientele, the client that the product that they need, at that moment. So the price that you've already charged them will always include a retail product at MSRP. Okay. Does that make sense? So yes, ma'am. it does two things. It gives them a product in their hand to use and know that you're going to use it. You're going to check in with them a week later, make sure they're using it correctly. Mm-hmm. But it also increases your retail sales because now the product is in hand It is not an upsell. It's not an additional. I thought my facial was 250. Now you're spending, I have to spend 300. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. So bundling, you've already like, have already the. Included. Yep. You already have the blueprint that you're already doing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, and this is what I've said many times: your clients are already expecting to spend money with you, so it's your job to make it as easy as possible for them to spend the money. If they know that they need a product, but they're not going to feel like getting a product, what? It, and and I'm very being very intentional when I say this. 
you have your new service menu that comes out in January with all your prices and it's, it says, we're going to give you your free gift every time you see us. How much do you want to bet those clients? I'm here for my free gift. Mm -hmm. So if you understand marketing and you understand the gift with service or the gift with product, why not make it very easy? Okay. You're already doing it. I will update that immediately. I Thank think you. I think you're going to be really surprised at your retail sales because now it's like they bought it. Right. Okay. So for those new clients, like she was saying, she, you know, she, she gives um, products to those new clients and you're saying, why not give it to your already existing, existing clients who have already been proven to spend money. Okay. I got that. But how much, there's product, no, but how much product are you giving to those clients? Are you, are you saying like one free item? Not, it's not even saying, free. Not free. Yeah. I don't, it's I don't not free. free. No, no, no. So you have an average MSRP for your skincare products, correct? Mm -hmm. So you're going to add that MSRP into the price of the actual service itself. Include okay. your tax. It's one price. Okay. So if a client this month needs their serum, it's automatically already paid for in that service plus product. If they need their cleanser, if they need their eye cream, whatever, it's already included. They're walking away with it. Okay. Okay. So say my, say my facial is $150, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm going to include a, a whole skincare. No, no, one. no. A product, a, a product, one okay. product. Got it. Okay. That has nothing to do with what they need to purchase to get onto your skincare routine and the treatment plan that you have set up with them. That has nothing to do with it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I thought you were saying like every time they come, you're, you're, um, you know, you're giving, not giving, but you're, the client is getting products every time they come for us. They separate. are giving, getting products every time they come, but it's not going to be more than one. Not more than one. Got Correct. It. Thank you. You're welcome. And I think that's, that's, if you understand retail and you understand getting it into their hand, it doesn't have to even be a full size. It could be a sample like she's already doing with her new clients. I do both. I encourage both. The point is, is that if, 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 um, Itasha, am I saying your name right? Is it Itasha? I don't want to mess it up. Huh? It's Atasha. Atasha. Okay. Yes, ma'am. If you're already doing that, and this is where you're missing the mark because you're already setting up those clients for your system. And then when they become a new client, they get nothing. You started the relationship with giving them stuff. And then when they became a regular, you took it away. <laughs> you see how when I break it down in straight relationship understanding, because I think it's a wonderful thing that you're doing for your new clients. It's also getting them accustomed to having something that they walk away with. What I want to, I want to push you on is make it as easy as possible for your clients to get their retail. I have a whole program that I train my marketing members on. Brandy already knows where I say you could even do a gift every month. This month we're doing personal bars. Next month we're doing bar in the jar and everybody that comes in is getting their free gift. Right. It has to do with marketing and getting it into their hands. 
The minute you start really saying, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and put this plan together. And then this is how much the products are going to cost when you set them up, when they came in with you to get the whole kit and caboodle, even if it was in samples all at the same time. Imagine if you kept that going with every single client that you had, where you would be at in your retail. I hope that makes sense. Thank you. You're so welcome. Much. That was a good, that was absolutely good. Is there anyone else that wants to jump on before I pop off here? We're over my hour mark, but that's okay. We're still going. Um, I usually keep the replay on for about 12 hours and then I upload the rest of it to my podcast. So if you've missed any of my other ones, um, my other uh, clubhouses are on my podcast that we launched on what, yesterday, day before. Yes. But this has been great conversations. If no one else has any questions, thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm going to go ahead and get off here. If you are interested in checking out any of my free masterclasses, you can click on my picture, go to my Instagram and click my link tree. And that has all of the information to me, including all my old free YouTube uh, conversations that I have on. I have some really good ones that I've actually just posted that were from my Instagram. I have IGTV where I have lots of conversations on as well. I appreciate all of you. I will come back soon. I'm hoping to get a room here in Clubhouse so that I can schedule different things so you guys can plan accordingly. But I appreciate your guys' time and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.